Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast series, Replacing Wall Street with Main Street. I'm your host, Jeff Rediger. For new listeners, I interview financial professionals across the country on different subjects and topics to help educate each of you on best practices of retirement planning and estate planning. And uh, my guest today, this is not the first podcast we've, we've done with Ken. Ken Ornstein, financial fiduciary. Ken, welcome back. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. All right. So today's topic is the distinct differences, and a lot of people don't know this, between investing and income planning, because these are very different strategies. And we get a lot of questions on this as as, uh, as people get closer to retirement. They're still in this investment mode, but they also need to start thinking through making sure that their income outlasts them. And that's always a comment that I get people kind of looking at me like, what does that mean? So uh, let's talk about that. Um, Could you clarify the difference first? Yes. um, Simply put, investing is what you do while you're still working. You're taking money out of your paycheck. You're actively putting it into your investment accounts. That's what you do to build wealth. Income planning is what you should be doing. Most people aren't aware of proper income planning strategies. That's what you should be doing once you stop working to protect your wealth and preserve your wealth. So why is that? Okay, so here's the thing. The reality of it is people are living longer than ever. It's no longer suitable for a lot of people to have their assets last 20, 22, 25 years. What happens if you exhaust your nest egg, let's say after 20 years, but you end up living another 5 to 10 years after that? Nobody wants to run out of money in retirement. It could be brutal. Well, and especially with the world we're in right now, uh, concerns of stock market corrections, inflation, um, health issues. Uh, you and I have talked in this series before. I actually have my in-laws living with me, and uh, they did not do good planning. So um, that's something for all of you. You want to live with your son-in-law? I feel for you, Jeff. As you're going through this, I'm envisioning living with my mother-in-law. I mean, I love the woman, but I don't know if I want to see her 24-7. I hope she doesn't hear this, but that's reality. Well, I don't – 24-7 is a lot, even if you have a healthy, great relationship. So it's a devastating problem. That's the bottom line. I don't want to make light of it, but uh, I'm living a real-life example. Maybe that's why I'm so adamant about these sessions of getting the information out to people. So – I can see this kid is well. Again, I'm living it. So, so what do you do? Potentially, this could be a devastating problem because even if you could still pay your monthly bills through things like Social Security and a pension plan, and by the way, if you're lucky enough to even have a pension plan, most people do not. What about the unexpected expenses like healthcare expenditures, like you alluded to? 
than tend to happen as we get older. As far as your question, what we could do about it, when I do planning for people, I teach them how to structure their assets. Everybody's good at structuring their assets when they have 10 or more years to work. You could afford to make investing mistakes when you have 10, 15 more years to work, okay? The mistakes even themselves out. What I teach people when they're about three years, two years, one year away from retirement is how to structure their assets and depending on the risk tolerance of the individual. Usually it's two to three different types of holdings. I label them as growth, growth with a safety net, and very importantly, particularly when an individual leaves the workforce, income planning strategies. And we de take a very del a deep dive into these items. Interesting. I didn't really, I've never really broken it down like that, but um, that type of tiered approach is, uh, I think, would be vital in making sure that you're not uh, running a situation where if you haven't put some safety net on and, you know, you know, some economists out there saying the market could correct, you know, like a 2008, then you're, you're, you're screwed. That, that's exactly right. The reality of it is the market corrects every several years to the tune of 20, 25% or more. And this becomes a lot more impactful when you're no longer actively making monthly contributions into your accounts. When you're no longer growing your money, what you've grown is what you're going to have. Now the objective should be, and again, most people don't realize this, the objective should be preserving your money and ultimately proper distribution of that money to last as long as you do as an individual. Okay, so listeners out there, if, if they'd like to know more about uh, structuring assets, depending on where they're at in their careers, in their livelihood, um, what's the next step? Um, I would invite all listeners to give me a call. Um, we'll do a telephone consultation. It's complimentary in nature. Um, my toll-free number, uh, can I give out the toll-free number, Jeff? Absolutely, you can. Okay. People could reach me at 1-888-315-3608. Again, 1-888-315-3608. On another call, I mean, don't be shy. Leave a detailed message. I'll be sure to get back to you within 24 hours. And let me point out that it's, uh, for each of you, do some research on why you should be receiving or entertaining, receiving advice from a fiduciary, an investment advisor. A lot of times, so-called financial advisors get lumped in together, and there's a very distinct difference. We're, we've done podcasts on this before. I'm not going to get into the details, but Ken is one of those fiduciaries, and they're set um, ethically standards of making sure they put your best interests first are above the norm, and I think that's very important. Uh, to communicate, and I do that on just about every se session that we do. So also, 
You can book a meeting with Ken on the invite. Look for the details of the podcast. Uh, his information's on there. If you um, would like additional information, you can email us. Uh, we'll get the questions answered on any financial issue that you're dealing with. So uh, that's why we do what we do. And I know you're busy, so I appreciate your time today. Always a pleasure. I enjoy our chat. All right. We'll be back with another episode and uh, look for Ken to show up again. Fantastic. Jeff, thank you.